Children of the world, parents of the world, this is for you. I'm Rowena. And I'm April. We are best friends and moms to five young athletes and sisters to Olympic champions. We have a mission to inspire our kids and your kids through the stories of champions. Who am I? I'm a champion. Who am I? I'm a champion. Who am I? I'm a champion. I am a champion podcast. Oh my gosh, so excited. Such a vision that we've had and we can't wait to tell you all about how really it came about and a little bit about us so you guys can just have a glimpse into who we are and what our mission is with this podcast. So we're just so excited to be here. So actually, I want to start by telling you guys the story of how this podcast came because I think it's actually pretty important part of the journey of what it is. So Rowie and I have been best friends for a really long time. We also run another business together. So I know that we work really well together. We also both are parents of boys and we are very similar. And we've also had this incredibly similar upbringing. It's almost like these parallel lives. I was grew up in Lake Tahoe, California. She grew up in Australia. She'll tell you a little bit more about that. But it's kind of strange how we have such similar lives. And I think because of that, we have a lot of the same values and just do our life very similarly. So she had told me months and months before this started coming together that she had it on her heart that she wanted to start a podcast. And I just remember thinking to myself, I'm so glad that I don't have that on my heart because that sounds horrible to me. <laughs> sounds like a lot of work. It sounds like something I just don't want to do. But anyway, I was like, I will totally support you. That's going to be amazing. And, you know, a couple months later, I was on this long drive and I have a 10 year old and a six year old and they are both striving to be professional athletes in different sports. And I just was thinking and thinking about what I could do to help them be the best versions of themselves. I know that there's all these different things that we can do, mindset things, you know, I'll get into my story about how I know about all that. And I just was like, they don't listen to me. <laughs> I don't know if you guys out there are parents of kids, but kids just are almost like, oh my gosh, my parents don't really know. And so I'm like, how can I get this across to them? And I had actually been searching for something for about a year, some sort of like mentorship program for my older one. And I really have been having a, a struggle, a hard time finding something for them. And I just, it came onto my heart, like they need to hear from other champions. My kids need to hear from other champions. And then I'm like, well, if my kids need to hear from other champions, everybody's kids need to hear from other champions. Like how amazing would that be to have role models in your life that you could look up to that could tell you like what it took to where they got that really could speak to the kids. So I, I text Rowie. I'm like, I have this idea. <laughs> She's like, I remember getting that text and thinking, Oh, a lot of amazing things have come through this similar message. Tech, call me. I've got some exciting news. And I called her right away. I think it was at like 11 PM at night. And it was the last thing I imagined hearing because I remember being like, oh, good luck with the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I could not have been more excited. Within three seconds, I was like, I'm in. This is going to be magical. It's so true. So that that's how the podcast came. And we'll talk a little bit more about that after. But, you know, who are we to be the ones that bring this podcast to you? We feel like we have a little bit of street cred. So we're going to kind of talk about that. And that just comes from like knowing who we are. So I'd, Rowie, I'd love for you to tell everybody like just a little bit of your background. Gosh, yeah, where where it all began. Well, I mean, obviously, I'm from Australia. And how did 
April and I become best friends, raised from two opposite sides of the world. And I remember the first time I laid eyes on you. I was 14 years old. We were both Alpine ski racers and I was in Utah for my first time at some race. And I saw you in the parking lot of the ski resort, just like dancing, like nobody was watching, head banging, just rocking out. And I was like, who is she? I need her in my life. Like I want to, I just want to know her. I didn't go up to you. It was just like, I remember that so clearly. And then fast forward, I think it must have been seven years later, you recruited me for the University of Utah ski team and we fast became best friends and the rest is history. We've been doing everything together. That story kind of aligns with this whole community that we're building here. Your vibe is going to attract your tide. This podcast is the people who want to find their greatness or want to help their kids find their greatness. And I really am looking forward to creating that community with you, April. And I guess I didn't really tell my story, but (laughs) (laughs) that's how we got together. (laughs) I was raised on a sheep farm in Australia, you guys, the heart of the Snowy Mountains. If you haven't watched The Man from Snow River, get it. Watch it with your kids. Kids, watch it. But yeah, we were raised on the opposite sides of the world. And like April said, we were the big sisters. Did we say that yet? The big sisters to two Olympic champions. Same dynamics, same, like we're going to talk about a little bit what we learned, but we both, April and I both were kid athletes. I remember my dream began as a four-year-old. I remember this moment again, just like the moment I remember you dancing, April. I remember everything about it when I was watching the 1984 Olympics and I watched Mary Lou Retton. She was at a US gymnast and she won the gold medal. And I looked up at my mom and I said, mom, I want to do that. And I remember what I was wearing. I remember how my hair was done. I remember the light streaming in on the black slate floor. And she she looked at me and she's like, okay, let's do it. You can do it. And from that moment, you know, I had just had parents who supported every dream and believed in me and the sports changed. But, you know, I was thinking to the name of this podcast, even April, and I had this memory of my dad. He used to call me Rowie, the champion of the world. And I used to think it was so dorky and I'd be like, oh, dad, like, stop it. But secretly, I kind of liked it. (laughs) And I never became the Olympic gold medalist that I dreamed of being. My sister did. But it's funny because I still feel like a champion. And I wonder how much that repetition of my dad telling me that I was, you know, I wonder how much that did. You know, April and I, we work in a business together and a lot of people's biggest block is their belief in themselves and their self-worth. And, you know, this podcast has a lot to do with that. We want to get to the root of that, like help the kids, like never have that feeling in their life of not feeling worthy or not believing in themselves. And this podcast is going to, yeah, help with that. It's so true. I mean, I think back to when we were just coming up with like all these ideas and deciding to take the sleep of putting this podcast together. And like I said, you guys, I was like the last person that was ever going to start a podcast. But I really believe that if you have a desire on your heart, if it comes to you, it's no coincidence, right? And I really felt like the universe has put this desire on our hearts to get this message out. And so we've got to do the action to do it, right? And that's what this is all about. This is all about getting these amazing champions 
the word out there, you know, what, whatever it's going to take for them to help everybody out there for us to help you guys help you guys become who you want to be. So I actually grew up in Lake Tahoe, California. So really the other side of the world from Rowie. And I am the older sister, I have three younger sisters. And my next youngest one is Julia Mancuso. And she's actually the currently it is 2021 and she's the most decorated winter female Olympic athlete. She has one gold, two silvers and a bronze. And she talks about it all the time, how a huge part of her success was having somebody to chase and having somebody to look up to. And that was me. So I grew up ski racing as well. And I ended up going to ski race in college while she continued on to the Olympics. And that's where I went to the University of Utah. And I was there a year before Rowie. And when they were recruiting athletes, I had ski raced with her in Europa Cup and just knew how amazing of a ski racer she was. And I was like, you need to get this girl on our team because that's how we're going to win the championship. <laughs> and so that's how she came. And we, we did. did. <laughs> Might have been the year I was injured. <laughs> Let's talk about that for a second. This woman is my hero. She broke her back and then came back from that, like could have been life-changing injury to race again and Division One NCAA skiing. It's crazy, April. Yeah, that was a definitely hard part of my life. Injury is hard for anyone. You know, I redshirted for a year and it was a mental struggle. It's just a struggle in general. And there's a lot of tools that we're going to be, I think, hearing these champions talk about in this podcast that I used during that time to help me get through it. You know, injury is unfortunately a lot of times a big part of a lot of athletes' journeys. And it's the person you become during that injury. It's like anything in life, right? The person you become during, during those falls, during those failures, as you, however you want to kind of describe them is what makes you become the person that you're meant to become. So even though it was a really hard time in my life, I can look back at it and say, wow, like I learned so much from that. And I really can say that I'm truly grateful for, for that, that that happened. So yeah, that's a little bit up to my story. And then I ended up going into medical school. So I'm a, also a physician. I'm a board certified in physical medicine and rehabilitation. Nobody ever knows what kind of specialty that is. But I like to at least say it for those PM&R people out there. A lot of people in the medical field know, but if you're not in the medical field. And met my husband, who is an orthopedic surgeon in medical school, and we have two boys that are 10 and 6. And they are everything to us, of course, like I'll, I think all parents will say, but it's really, it's really fun being a parent. And of all the things that I do, parenting is, I also run a business from my, from home as well. But being a parent is the thing that I am madly in love with. I remember that's what you said when you called me about this podcast, you're not, and you're like, you know what, if no one even listens to it, but our kids, it'll be worth it. This woman is a committed mother and it's so fun. Yeah. Doing motherhood with you. I learn so, so much. I think that that's what's so fun about being so close with somebody like being so close with you, Rowie, because we get to feed off each other and we get to learn from each other. And you're doing something with your kids, like these affirmations that you do with your kids all the time. And I'm like, oh, man, you always help me become a better parent, a better version of myself, because I'm like, oh, I'm not doing that. I need to start doing that. And we talk about these things all the time. And we start implementing them into, you know, to our kids. And I'll just tell you a story about how amazing the power of doing this to your kids is, you know, I've been telling my 10 year old, he's the luckiest kid on the planet for 
I'm just like, you're lucky. I'm lucky. Like that's his affirmation. He's a lucky, he's the luckiest person, blah, blah, blah. He literally wins everything. You guys, I'm not talking about like winning things that take skill. I'm talking like winning things that take chance. I mean, he wins things that take skill as well, but like the chance things, like he's like, so when can I start playing the lottery? And I'm like, oh man, it's actually pretty amazing. But it is, it's because he believes that and what we believe really does become a reality. And so we really have to make sure that we're teaching this to our kids. And so for all you parents out there that are listening, this is going to be a great way for you to show your kids like, hey, listen to what so-and-so said about this. Because like I said, they're not going to listen to us, right? <laughs> so it's like, but if they're their superhero athlete that they look up to is saying it, then they're going to start listening to it. So you know what I love to hear about like, some defining stories that you had as a kid that helped you realize like how powerful the mind was because you have some really amazing stories about that. Yeah. Well, talking about your kids and and what we do with our, our kids, I don't feel like it's the norm and it needs to be the norm. And back when my mom was raising me and my sister who Tora Bright, who was one of the greatest woman snowboarders on the earth and became an Olympic champion, yeah, we were kind of like the weird ones. <laughs> my mom somehow got me a scholarship to a Tony Robbins Awaken the Giant Within retreat. And I remember I was this 15-year-old and I was amongst thousands of like middle-aged people. <laughs> and I was the only kid there. But what happened during that call, that five days, it was extremely defining because I was really intensely taught through an activity, the power of the mind and the power of declaring and deciding what you wanted your life to be. So I remember declaring at that retreat in front of thousands of people that I would be at the Salt Lake City 2002 Olympics. It was seven years away and it had just been announced. And long story short, even qualifying for that Olympics was kind of a little miracle. I qualified on a broken ankle at the time that I didn't know. We won't go through that story. But I think back, I'm like, I think it all came into fruition because of that decision I made seven years ago. But the one thing that taught me the power of the mind is when we walked on fire, like no joke, legit walked on bright, hot, white coals. And it was a whole process of training your mind. And I think there was a bit of hypnotherapy. I I don't actually remember it all, but I remember just being like, what? If I can do that, what else is possible? Every athlete has its ups and downs journeys. And over the next seven years, I definitely had some big downs. And I did do the work that I was taught, like that we're going to talk about in this podcast, the visualizing, the affirmations, the meditations. But looking back, the minute that I didn't achieve a goal that I had been working on or visualizing or whatever, I was just kind of like, oh, this doesn't work. This is such a waste of time. Why did I bother doing all that? It didn't work. And I think if I had have had something like this podcast, I mean, my mom was really good at feeding me stories of like people's trials and triumphs, but, you know, belief is is like everything when you're an athlete. I mean, when you're a human, it's everything. And I think if I had have had something like this to just keep reminding me, like, don't give up, keep going, keep doing it. It works. Like we need the stories of like, how this mindset training works. You know, when we talk to our superstar athlete friends now, I mean, every one of them, they say it's 90% of the work. So I gave up on that stuff. And we're going to talk about what our sisters didn't give up on. You know, we we watched them. They had the privilege of being younger and kind of getting this information. Like you said that, April, you're what Julia was, how old when your mom started teaching all of this? 
Yeah. So this is actually how she ended up really getting a really amazing mindset and that helped her, you know, with her sport. So I think I was probably about 14 and Julia was probably about, so she would have been 10. So I think maybe a little younger, maybe like nine and 13, something like that. And my mom started really getting into all of this mindset stuff, like building belief and all of these different things, Wayne Dyer, all these amazing books and started teaching them to us. But I think at that point, I was I was kind of like, whatever, you know, I'm kind of like a teenager at that point, like I'm not going to listen to my mom. But she just bought right into it, right? Because kids' minds are so malleable at that young age. And she just started doing them. And I swear, like, she is so mentally strong. You'll see if you go back and look at her career, she always performed so well at huge events like the Olympics, like world championships. And it's because that's really where there becomes a huge difference between athletes that are having that struggle mentally. And she really had that had that with her. So I know that that if I had done the work younger, it would have made a big difference. You know, my 10 year old asks me all the time, you know, kids are so funny. They love to be honest. Like, why did Julia get a, go to the Olympics? And why didn't you? Why did Julia get a, an Olympic gold medal? And you didn't. And I'm like, <laughs> I love you. You know, don't worry. Mom was still amazing too. Um, but no, I, honestly, like she just was, she had the mental piece that I really never developed at that young age. I started to do it more and more as I started to see how well it worked. But I think that if we can get you guys you kids to really start understanding that. And you're going to see that with listening to these athletes, because they're going to get raw with you. They're going to tell you what it really is that helped them get to where they are. I think a lot of times, you know, especially with social media these days, we have the highlight reel and we're just like, that's what we see. We see, oh my gosh, it must not have, it must have been easy for them. You know, we see this in everything, not just in sports, right? But for kids, especially that don't understand this whole concept of the highlight reel, like it's so hard to think, wow, did so-and-so really go, like, I can talk about Julia specifically, like she had a lot of lows and Tora, you can talk about Tora too, like so many lows, but like, you see the highlight reels and you don't even realize how many lows there were. And they're going to talk to us about like what they did, you know, what kind of tools they had to get them through those times, because that's like I said, that's what's going to make you is getting through those lows. And belief, you know, it's such a habit. It is just like going to the gym. This is going to be the mind gym for you guys. And if you treat it seriously, you'll see miracles happen. Really, that's the best way to describe it. Becoming a mother, there was a time where out of desperation, I went back to like, okay, what can I do with my mind? My first son was born and it was like the hardest thing I could ever imagine. I never wanted to experience that again. And so I looked into hypnobirthing and I did it. Like I was coachable. I did everything the coach told me to do. And it was really everything we're going to talk about here. But I didn't actually believe that it would work, but I was like, oh, can't hurt to try. And you know what, you guys? my second baby that I got this coach and I did everything she said. It was this pain-free birth, three hours long, that I literally wrote out, like we call it a winning image story, and it all happened exactly the same as I wrote it. So for you guys, you don't have to believe that this is going to work. You just have to do it and stick with us week by week by week and stay tuned and just hope, like, Hope's really powerful too. And then eventually you'll have stories like us and you'll just be like, boom, I can do anything. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, the, it is it is so amazing what how powerful the mind is. And, you know, the other thing that we're really excited about this is for you guys to already start as you're listening to this and you're doing everything that you can to become the champion that you want to be. Think about like, 
just put it on your vision board. Think about this, like being on this podcast as a champion to pay it forward for your future athletes. And like, even if you right now are an athlete listening to this, you are going to want to get your word out there to these kids. Because can you imagine, like, I think back growing up as a ski racer, I mean, I definitely had people that I could look up to and, and see, but it was more like I could watch them race. I could see like, okay, they've, they're really good at this technique or whatever, but I never could get an inside to what they were thinking, what they went through, the, the trials, you know, all those things, the ups, the downs. And that's, what's so amazing about this is that you get to literally just start hearing from, from people that you want to hear from. So we're not only are we excited about this, but we're excited for you to help us spread the word. We're excited for you to get out there and let us know who you want to hear from. Or if you are an athlete, tell us like, I would love to be on your podcast. I can't wait to pay it forward to these future kids because maybe you did have a role model and that you were like, oh yeah, I looked up to this person so well, or you got to meet them and they really like held your hand and helped you because I can tell you just from the couple of role models that my kids have had, it's made such a big difference because it's, you kind of feel lost sometimes. You're like, like I said, you just don't want to listen to your parents. <laughs> it's everything. This mentoring culture that we're building, it's it's going to change the world. And if you think about life, you know, my mom and I know April's mom always said this, it was never about the sport exactly. I mean, it was, we're competitive, but it was more about using this sport. And, and maybe you're listening and you're a musician, your craft, whatever it is, it's more about using this sport that you're doing as a vehicle to self-mastery. And we're a lot older than you guys listening, but I'm telling you, it's going to help you in everything. It's going to help you in business. April and I, all of our partners, we're like, we want athletes. They're amazing. You've been through stuff. You know it. It's going to help you in business. It's going to help you in relationships. It's going to help you if you ever decide to have kids. It's uh, it's everything. Rowie, I'd love for you to talk about just your kids how old they are oh, and yeah. kind of what they do. and Yeah. Uh, I have a 13-year-old son named Sid who is an incredible athlete and he does it all and rolls with some of the greatest downhill mountain bikers in the world as, as kids here in Utah. His passions have turned to filmmaking and that is his vehicle to self-mastery right now. My middle child is Lion and he is also a biker and just pushes the limits. And then my youngest is seven, Thor. He's a just recently found a passion in skateboarding. And I know he's really going to want to talk to Christian Hasoy on this podcast. So if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's so fun to watch and just literally, yeah, give the tools to them and watch them thrive with it. Yeah, you guys, we're so excited. We're so excited to be here. We're so excited that you're listening and that you're going to join us on this mission to just spread this word to the world. Because I think it's almost like, I don't know if you guys have ever watched The Secret. If you haven't watched that movie, everyone needs to watch that movie. But it's almost like once you get that information and watch it, it's almost like, it's like, oh my gosh, like, how do I not know this? And how did I not know this? And it's almost like it is like a secret. It's like a secret that we don't want to be a secret. We want everybody to know kind of the power of the mind and the power of what it takes. And you're going to hear from these athletes too, about how much hard work it takes. You know, I think sometimes a lot of us look at somebody like, let's just give Michael Jordan as an example. And they're like, oh, he's amazing. But if you really look at his story, he just worked harder than everybody else. And that's what you're going to hear too. So, and we're going to have fun. There's going to be laughs. Thing. We're going to hear some stories that probably nobody's ever heard because these athletes are going to be 
or these champions, not necessarily just athletes, but these people are going to come and tell us kind of their secrets. And they're going to be talking to you guys. You guys are the ones that want to hear it. You kids. I mean, I'm saying even a kid can be like in their 20s, whatever, anybody that's going for something, you know, and they're going to be talking to you. And I think that's going to be a whole new way of hearing from them because it's going to be they're going to be able to let their guard down because it's like you guys, kids, just write in your questions that you want us to ask them, too, because it might just be like super simple. Like you might want to know what they want ate for breakfast. They, I'll actually tell you this story because it's a really good story. Mm-hmm. So my sister, Julia, was in the Olympics in Torino, Italy, that's when she won her gold medal. The gold medal event, or sorry, the GS, she won her gold medal in the giant slalom. The GS was the last event of the the skiing part of the Olympics. Although out for alpine skiing, if any of you guys know that watch the Winter Olympics, it kind of spans the entire two weeks because there's so many events. But anyway, we, we were living in this RV and I was driving it and we were living at it at the Olympics. And there was kind of like some expectations of how she was going to do at the Olympics. And she was just doing horrible. It was just not going well. And she kind of, you know, was going into the last race and it was kind of like, oh, you know, it was just a frustrate. It was a frustrating time, right? Trying to keep her head in the game. But every morning, the Olympics, I was like waking up, I was making her these like amazing egg breakfasts and all these amazing meals. I'm like, you're gonna be awesome. And I don't know, it's just like pumping her up. And then the the giant slalom came around and she had done well in some of the giant slalom races prior, but it, w- it wasn't the one that she was supposed to like do amazing at, right? And I think it was just kind of the exhaustion of the week and the failed expectations, all the things. And I just slept in a little bit the morning of her GS race. And I ended up putting a pop tart in the toaster oven for her, which is kind of funny thinking back now that knowing what, like how well we eat now that we even ate pop tarts then, but, or had them in the, in the RV, but I put the pop tart into the thing and I'm like, good luck. I was like in my jammy still before I had like gotten up with her, gotten out there, made sure she had her bib. She forgot her bib. They like almost let her not, didn't even let her inspect because she couldn't find her bib. And it was just crazy the night before. (laughs) <laughs> How are we best friends? And I've never heard this story. This is hilarious. No. <laughs> oh my god. She tried to get. She tried to get sponsored by Pop Tart forever after like beyond on the box of Pop Tart, and they said no. I couldn't believe it. But um, I I mean like because the night before I had gone out, and you know I was not the most responsible one the night before. So anyway, she goes out and wins the Olympics. Okay, so. Afterwards, it's like thinking about it and telling a story. It's just so funny to think back at. But you guys, that it all comes down to all I can say is from from that story is it comes down to like, you have to have fun, you have to have fun. And we're hoping that you guys are going to have fun with us here on this podcast, you're going to have fun with these champions hearing what their secrets are, and that this is what we're going to really create is just a really fun environment. And if Pop Tarts wants to sponsor the podcast, we won't say no. Ooh. <laughs> fun yeah when you feel good everything changes when you feel good you do good that's as simple as that we're gonna help you feel good guys yeah that's right oh well thanks you guys we're so excited any parting words before we go Rowie? i am a champion <laughs> just keep saying that to mom. yourself you guys M- mom did you think it's too late for me to go get a gold <laughs> at the olympics to fill well, that dream well, remember, remember when we were going to be curlers? We still could. Let's raise our kids. And then maybe when we're like 55, we'll go for it. Okay. <laughs> that would be a funny story. We'll put our words into action, you guys. We'll, we'll, we oh, won't no, just you're... preach. We'll do it. 
<laughs> we're, oh, gonna have, we're gonna, we're gonna, gonna have, have a huge, <laughs> huge accountability group here. <laughs> oh, I kind of am sick of the winter. Let's pick a summer sport. Are there any summer sports we could do? I mean, I'd love to be. I'd love to be in the Olympics for surfing. But if you've seen me surf, I don't think that's ever happening. Mm, <laughs> what am I, I talking about? I'm already doing it to myself. I know. Yeah. What? <laughs> I just need you. I just need you in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to I Am A Champion podcast. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. We are on all platforms and we really appreciate it. You can also find us on IG and TikTok at I Am A Champion podcast and YouTube at I Am A Champion. Until next time, remember you are all champions, leaving you with high fives, big hugs, and big belief. April and Rowena. Who am I? I am a champion.